Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of The Hard Count. I'm your host, Anthony, along with my boy, CJ, over here. How are we doing, my guy? What's going on, guys? How's, how you doing? Chilling. You know, we got a very we got a very special edition. We got two amazing gentlemen, well, you know, coming on board with us today. Nice little interview. What's going on? I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. TJ, I'll start with you. Just tell the people who you are, everything you want them to know. Um, my name is TJ Edwards, um, FCF quarterback. Um, I wear number 12. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, just competed my senior year at the University of Indianapolis. Man, just up here, man, to, to compete, you know, um, show me elite, you know, show I can compete with the top dogs. Man. Yes, sir. Darius, I guess that's all you now. All right, man. Uh, uh, Ladarius Galloway here, super back of the FCF. I'm um, from Indianola, Mississippi. Uh, real pretty much versatile as they come. Can they catch the ball and run the ball? You know, also pretty um, – you know, great communicator as far as like with teammates and a motivator as well. And also look to be just a great leader on and off the field. Yes, sir. And of course, we're obviously getting to an interview with these guys. But first, we got to thank the people that make this all possible. So if you're into the betting world, make sure you go over to mybookie.ag, use code USM100. It doubles your first deposit up to $1,000. So make sure you go and check that out. I go. Basketball's up right now. We got the NHL. I'm sure you could probably even bet FCF if you want to. You could probably bet on some NASCAR if you want to. Listen, I'm not watching NASCAR, but if you want to bet on it, go ahead. And then with your winnings from that, of course, go over to RxHemp. RxHemp-USN saves you 10% on your order. They got the CBD creams. So if you're a little sore from a, from a long workout, like I'm sure these gentlemen are, a little CBD cream, you'll feel brand new in the morning. Wake yes, up uh, feeling brand new. And then Last, uh, not last, actually. I forgot we got a, a, another one now. Uh, make sure you hit up the store, Teespring slash stores slash Unwrapped. Everybody has uh, everybody has merch, basically. Check out the Unwrapped merch. We got everything you want. Uh, and then if you want to support an individual show, you know, maybe like ours, you know, just saying, just saying. You could uh, go check out the merch that we got, the Hard Count, uh, Backstop Banter, Gen Z, Saturday standouts, ladies first. Listen, if there's a show on the live lineup, we basically have merch for it. So make sure you guys all go and check that out. Much appreciated. It definitely puts a little a little cash in the pocket to help to help everything moving forward. And then last and certainly not least, we're on Patreon now. So one dollar a month, you're just supporting the fam, showing us that you love what we do. Five dollars, you get entered into an Amazon gift card giveaway. You get access to our Discord. You get 10% off the store I was just talking about. $10 a month gets you all of those things, except the 10% now goes to 20 and you get entered in to our Keenan Allen signed jersey giveaway. So make sure you go and check that out. You know, help support the fam. And as Alex said, shout out to the fellas for joining the show 100%. But now that that's all taken care of, we can get into the interview, CJ. So, CJ, I know you wanted to take it away. You got, you got first dibs. All right, guys. Yeah, um, if you guys just tell the people what the FCF League is and um, just a little bit about your journey and what made you fall in love with the game of football. You can go first, Ladarius. Yeah, there you go first, bro. Okay. Um, okay, pretty much me in high school. Uh, I pretty much started off playing football pretty much at a young age. Then they carried it on into high school. I really just took it serious as far as like with the running back position. 
I know I had got the opportunity in 10th grade. You know, I really wasn't a football guy. I was a basketball guy. Really pretty much one of my first sports, first love. So once I came about the game of football and just fell into it, started playing the running back position, and then, you know, got the opportunity to go to some camps after my first ever season playing the running back position. And, um, you know, I went to Mississippi State camps, LSU camps, um, as many camps as I possibly could just to get my name out there. And then pretty much went from there. I came back my senior year, rushed for 2000. I was missing 2000 my senior year right behind Darrell Henderson. Uh, we were pretty much top two backs in the state when he was at South Panola and I was at Gentry High 4A school. You know, I graduated from there. I had a couple of offers like Alcorn, UCA, and um, a few others. And I had pretty much every other junior college offer in the state of Mississippi. And at the time, 2015, you know, Alcorn and UCA, that programs weren't really just big programs. And, I, and me young at the time weren't really just thinking of the, the fact that I can go there and pretty much make a name for myself and be big at a D1 level and take advantage of the fact that I had a D1 scholarship. So I pretty much chose the JUCO route, you know, um, ended up being a great route for myself. I went and cho- ended up choosing going to Kapiling Community College. And once I got to Kapiling Community College, called Glenn Davis, he brought me in over my arm, over welcome arms, and uh, just went on the educational level just to get my education. I also graduated up from, uh, got my uh, associates in health and recreation. And that's just for me, just like to be what I am now, after football, outside of football, just like a PT coach or a, a personal trainer coach, or even just like a regular coach as far as coaching the running backs or a specific position or whatever. But I got my degree in health and ed recreation transferred and went to uh, UT Martin while I got there in the spring and excelled and did pretty good, made history, broke a few records, and then also got the opportunity in the CFL after that. And it was so crazy that I got it. Um, I had got interest from the Tennessee Titans coming out my, uh, my senior year. For my pro day, you know, um, Rob Ryder was there pretty much um, recruit me and he talked about sitting in the main camping fight, but we never really just got back into it because of the agent that I had at the time. But um, it's a great opportunity just to be right here in the, in the FCF because it, it allows me to get, get filmed and it also allows me just to interact and be around the guys again. You know, some things, sometimes, you know, not being away or being being away from the game for a long period of time when you know you still got it. You know, me, I'm 23 years old. I know for a fact, you know what I'm saying? I still, still roll, still have wheels, and I just want to display it the best way I can. So, and also um, my why is just pretty much just, just in growing over the years. I know I had, last year I lost my pops, you know, March 27th, 2020. I lost my big brother July 18th, 2020. So that's just been pushing me, you know, motivating me to go forward and push forward in life. So it's just like, that's what it is. That's why I got, that's why I came here to play ball in the FCL, and I'm just thankful for the opportunity. Yes, sir. Sir. Already. Yes, TJ, you want to give them your background as well? Yeah, so I'm TJ Edwards um, from Dallas, Texas. Um, out there, I played football since I was since I was three years old. Um, my dad was my quarter was my um, coach since I was little. So, out there, he supposed to start at the age of five, but uh, he, he kind of threw me in there kind of early. So, um, being out there kind of early, I was able to you know find the fundamentals of the game and things like that at an early age, rather than you know the guys who who was my age at the time having to wait to you know standard age group. So. Um, played out there with, with a couple of few guys that, who's in the league right now, my running back, 
at the time uh, was Jordan Brooks. He was like the 23rd pick, a uh, 26th pick uh, for the um, Seahawks this this past draft. Um, Texas Tech linebacker. He played running back when we were, when we were younger, so kind of kind of way uh, he can run around the field. So um, you know, a couple couple good athletes when growing up playing around those guys growing up and then um, I ended up at Lakeview Centennial High School. Um, there I, I didn't compete on the varsity level to my my junior year. My junior year, um, I was the backup, um, but I, I had the opportunity to play the first game against Carter High School. Um, coming to the, the starting quarterback having a concussion, so I, I came in at halftime. I um, did pretty good. We came back and lost by eight, um, and then I was able to finish that whole preseason because we kind of do like the NFL um, high preseason games before the before your district game. So I finished the preseason. And they allowed the starter to come back. Um, for this year, then I was able to start um, the, for my senior year. Um, I ended my senior year with eight um, B2 offers, and I ended up at Southwest Baptist University. Um, there I competed for three years, my freshman year. Um, I won freshman of the year, freshman All-American. Um, then my sophomore year, um, GLVC player of the year. I went up for the Heisman, the B2 Heisman. Then I, I led us to, to the playoffs. Our first time in school history, um, we went 10-2, and two, um, then we lost first round. And then my junior year, um, we did decent. I threw for 2,700. That sophomore year, I threw for um, 3,200. I ran for um, at six, and I, I threw for 32, 32 touchdowns, and I ran for 10. Then that, that remaining year, I threw for 27. So not, not the year that I, I expected, but, you know, um, through the injuries and whatnot, um, wasn't able to, you know, um, dominate like I wanted to, but then that 2018 year, um, I remember I had to, I had to go home and take care of some business. And during that year, I um, received my AA by taking you know community classes back at home in Dallas, Texas. And then after while I was down there, I reopened my recruitment. And then that's when I uh, kind of how I ended up at UND. And then at UND, um, I went there for my senior season records, uh, took them to the playoffs, and then we lost first round. Then after the season, um, I was able to receive a, a um, senior showcase. I went to the senior showcase out in um, Fort Worth, Texas, CGS, CGS Bowl. Um, I did that. And then after that, I received an uh, invite from the Cowboys and the Colts, and then as well as from the Texas A&M Commerce Day. But both of those, were, um, all those were canceled due to the COVID. So um, that's kind of how I ended up here at the FCF. And, you know, I'm blessed to be here. Um, it's a lot of great, great guys up there, great talent, especially in the quarterback room. Uh, you know, it's, it's a few guys that I'm surrounded with uh, who, you know, have, have have a name coming in already. So, you know, I'm just blessed to be here. Uh, you know, I know I'm here for a reason, so I'm going to make sure I, you know, make the best out of this opportunity. Yeah, and, you know, I'm I'm just curious. Obviously, you both are in the FCF, obviously. And, and you know, I either one of you, if you just want to give, like, Basically, like a synopsis or, you know, summing up like what the league actually is, for, you know, maybe the people that haven't, you know, figured out what it is yet or I because, you know, I could describe it. But I think you guys obviously are, are in the league, you know, the ins and outs of everything. So if one of you, both of you, whatever, want to, you know, just tell everybody what the league is about, because, you know, there's people out there that don't know about it, you know, people that want to get into it, me being one of them. So I'm just curious, you know, what the league really is. So either, you know, want to go for it. I, I, well, it's, 
seven on seven football basically so like indoor arena football um indoor football so three down linemen three offensive linemen um and then you have the option to have you know two wide outs and a running back or you can have you know you can go empty and have a slot and two out wide outs or you can have um you can alternate we have guards so you can alternate your guards and turn them into tight ends or you can have one guard and one tight end so it's different formations you can have but but basically seven man football um and we, we can go under center shotgun and then there's no special team so no kickoff kickoff return no uh, field goals no punt and our our extra point are like one-on-one so you know we have the ability to you know you know, put the game in our in our hand uh, so um, that's kind of like just the, the fundamental rules of yeah just I was just gonna say just to touch back on what TJ said. It's basically uh pretty much like I can say the same thing. It's indoor ball, arena ball, but at the same time, I think it's kind of mixed with like, like the yard on Madden, but also yeah. could be like a mixture of um inside run and you know seven on seven as if you know how it was in college. We used to always do inside run, you no know, linebackers, no running backs, and the linemen used to go over here, and then you got the receivers and the DBs, they compete on the other end, you know, in the seven first seven. So it's just exciting, you know, just to see the league put, put something together that, you know, we pretty much going to do on a day-to-day basis. And, like, honestly, going forward, I'm curious to see just how, like TJ said, they, they um we had a five-wide package as far as, like, when we enter the, you know, enter the tight end and everything. Until, uh, I'm curious to see just in case Coach might, enter, you know, you know, bring some more linemen out there and try and, and and try to get like a true inside package as far as like you know running the ball, you know, with in pro style, some of the pro style offense or the eye formations, the single back formations and stuff like that, just to get kind of get the fans you know more into it a little bit and uh, also give college, college uh, not college but NFL scouts or CFL or XFL scouts where to you know you know scout guys and give guys grades based on performance. So that's pretty much I feel like what the league is just I just pretty much a, a way a gateway you know to get guys second opportunities or a opportunity in an NFL XFL or the CFL. Yeah, I think the first week was a success. I mean, it was you could catch it live on Twitch. First first week was last Saturday, had over six hundred thousand views. Um, everybody was tuned in, and you know a lot of people look at Twitch like it's you know just a gaming platform, but. I mean, it's definitely open to all different types of areas, and We're I think on Twitch right now. Yeah, right. Facts. <laughs> facts, and I think it's uh, I think it's a good opportunity for you guys. Definitely a good opportunity to get in the league, like you said, get looks, um, and get it to get to the next level. Um, what I want to ask is, both of you guys talked about uh, playing in college. Both of you guys had really successful college careers. What were some of the lessons that you took um, in, in playing um, that you that you uh, that you're that you're able to apply today? as you continue on your path and going to play at the high level at the next level. Um, I was just going to say, you going to go, TJ? But, um, you can go. One, one of the biggest things, Coach Jason Simpson, okay, I was just going to say, one of my uh, the biggest thing, one of the my college coaches, Coach Jason Simpson, he always used to preach about was detail. So yeah, you could be either detailed in life, you could be detailed out here on the field. You know, Coach, you know, coach would be like, okay, we got a uh, we got a fade route, you know what I'm saying, on this play right here, and but you can also turn that fade route into a check down or something like that. And you know the detail part of that is just being able to read coverages or read the man that's that's in front of you, 
at the same time, you know, you can read whether he, you know what I'm saying, he, if he's for full press bell, we're gonna check it down. If he just playing man, we're gonna possibly take it over the top and be able to make a play, you know what I'm saying, with TJ throwing it over the top or something like that. <laughs> and you know, that's that's just pretty much what it is. You know, it's it's a great lead, man. Um based off what, what he said, um something I, I could take from from school is um never taking, you know, um what you got what you got going, you know, that's success for granted, you know, um and you know it how quickly you can have it, how quickly you can be gone. So, um, you know, being humble, you know, taking taking everything day by day, you know, um, being consistent in what, in what you're doing, you know, um, it's, it's making the best out of all opportunities is, is what it's about, not um, taking things for granted, I, I would say, is what I got from you. Yeah, I kind of have, like, a, a two-part question. And – you know, obviously, you guys are both in the in the football. Clearly, uh, is there you know a player or or a team that you know really got you into it? You know, everybody kind of looks up to somebody, and then after that, uh, I was just you know kind of curious as to you know who had the biggest impact on you in your football career. Was it a coach? I know there's you talked a lot about uh, a coach so far. Was it you know a, a, a parent? You know, somebody else like that, a teacher, anything, or you know, so. Who got you into football, and then who's you know really had that big effect on you so far? I can take, I can go first with this. Um, somebody I look up to, I, I think you asked us someone we look up to in the game too as well, right? Yeah. Um, so I'll knock that one out. Someone I look up to in the game is when I was growing up was Mike Vick. Um, I played for the Mike, I played for the Pleasant Grove Falcons. So you know, just the mascot and whatnot. I was a Mike Vick fan. You know, um, just how he played the game. You know, he's a beast. That's somebody I love to meet. You know, um, that's somebody who I looked up playing to and um, growing up in the, with that game and just, you know, trying to model it after him, you know, being able to use my legs, you know, when I have to. But, you know, being being, being um, a firm believer in my, my passion ability too as well. So um, that's somebody who I looked up to. And then um, the person who got me into playing ball, my whole family will, will be involved with that, but mostly my father. Uh, he, he he's the one who put the put the ball in my hand, and then like I said, he was my coach my whole little league um, career. Um, I was actually able to, to be on ESPN at the age of eight, um, being one of the top rate, um, ranked players in the in the inner city of Dallas. Um, you know, being able to get my my uh, some of my highlights um, film um, aired on ESPN that was that was big time. But uh, you know, he he was a big. The big part of my football career. Yeah. See now, see now, I'm a little upset because this man TJ saying he got on ESPN for doing good things. Meanwhile, where I'm from here in New York, we were on ESPN because our Mighty Mites team couldn't break the banner. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever remember. I don't know if you guys remember that video, but our Mighty Mites team tried to run through the banner and they all got knocked down because they couldn't break it. They got on Jimmy Fallon and all that. And this is unbelievable. I never seen that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm I'll send you a link after gone yeah, Jimmy Fallon and all that for not being able to break a banner. Meanwhile, this man TJ on ESPN for with highlights at eight years old. Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> well, Darius, what you got? Okay, um, I had you know being a running back and everything like that. You know, you you gonna study many. So um, the few that I did study, understood was um. 
I say first and foremost with Barry Sanders, second Ward Dunn, and third Reggie Bush. So uh, you know, I'm pretty much with my favorite players watching all the time. So you know, just like when you watch a film, you see them men able to make some of the moves that they made, and you know, Reggie Bush being a great route runner and Ward Dunn also being a great pass catch out the backfield, and just how Barry Sanders just finished runs and just was an overall leader for his team with the Detroit Lions at the time. That was just awesome to see. So. That's just why I kind of mimic my game out the world, kind of after those guys, just studying them. And then, who, who do you, who do you think had you know a big effect on you in in your football career so far? A parent, teacher, coach, anything? Um, I say my my pops and my mom. You know what I'm saying? My pops, you know, at blue collar. My mom's blue collar as well. Uh, my mom, she cook out a food truck. And she pretty much used that to pretty much take care of the family and take care of home. And something she always believed in herself as far as like well business and not. And uh, my dad pretty much did the same thing as far as like with driving trucks and rescues. So uh, I just um, just admired him, you know. Just that's why I always just been blue collar myself and just pushing forward and just being thankful for everything that I, you know I get get the opportunity to have. Now what's now what's mom's cooking up? I'm a big man over here. I, I can eat. I can eat. So I need to know hey, what she's cooking up. Hey, hey, hey! Man, pictures, pictures speak louder than words. They, they, they say, but I ain't gonna lie. You know, the burger, burger plates, Philly plates, fries, Philly, Come Philly on. fries. Oh, you know, whatever you, whatever you need, nachos. You know, yeah. she, gonna keep, she gonna keep it at home. With, like so, she'll do a soul food classic. I just gained. I just gained five pounds listening to you. Hey, hey, if I showed y'all, if I showed y'all the pictures, man, y'all be like, "Ain't no way, bro. My my dukes need to come out." Like, I was gonna say, might have to pull up. Yeah. (laughs) Nah, but um. We talked about a lot of the talent, like both of you guys are extremely talented and you guys went to some some schools that aren't really talked about, maybe that you might see on, on ESPN or some of these top networks. And it's really it's really unfortunate that we don't get to see all of the talent that play in college. And um, what, what do you guys think, if you had an opportunity to change that in terms of, so more people could be able to see you guys or see some of these, um, see, see some of these college players uh, playing at maybe not some of these power five schools. What what's some, what what is something that you possibly could be able to change if you had that if you had that opportunity so those guys could get get more spotlight and um so scouts could see them and also fans could see them so eventually they could uh, have the opportunity to play you know even in the NFL some of these other top leagues in football. I'll say um just take a look at the stats. So the Super Bowl, there are more um, little school guys in the Super Bowl competing than there were FC, um, FBS guys. Even in Super Bowl, so that's 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 one fact. But then also, um, you know, it's it's good good talent everywhere. You know, we have a lot of dudes up here from little schools as well, up here competing with the big guys, and and they're getting getting their shot too as well. So um, I just say um, don't just be scared to take a take a shot at you know the little school guys. We all can ball for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna touch back. Same thing on what TJ said. You know, I went to a small school myself, UT Martin D one double A OBC conference. You know, it just goes to show you, you know, talent is everywhere, you know, and just being able to, you know, go out there and do what you do. You know, my coach always told me he was like, Go where you want, you know what I'm saying? 
it's not sometimes not always about going to that power five school because had it went to you had you went to the Alabamas or the Mississippi State or the old Michigan, ain't no telling where you would have been on the depth chart, depending on the guy, you know what I'm saying, that's coming in with stars and you know what I'm saying, a great resume with you know, great people behind his name. So I just was all about, you know, just going somewhere and making a name for myself. And I, I, like I said, touching touch on it earlier, had I known, you know what I'm saying, with the young mindset I had back in high school, you know, when I did have that D1 opportunity with um, Alcorn and uh, UCA, I more probably would have took advantage of those opportunities because it's rare that, you know, guys get four-year opportunities coming out of junior college. Uh, that's what had happened with me. You know, I had two, op- two options, well, more than two options. Had probably like seven or eight options coming out of junior college as far as like that. So, yeah, just take advantage of the opportunity, man. Especially if you got a great D1 school that's offering you an opportunity to come play for them right now. Go make a name for yourself. Yeah, and you know, I think one of the interesting things right now, and I'll I'm never gonna sit here and lie. I didn't even know that you guys were in a bubble. Um, so you know, I just kind of wanted to know what you know your first impressions of the league are so far. You know, kind of what the bubble is like because. Obviously, we've talked about it with all these big leagues. You know, the the uh, NBA went to a bubble, the NHL went to a bubble. What is it like for you guys? I mean, is it is it kind of a, a crazy experience, or or you know, is it just your everyday life? The bubble is you can't go nowhere. You about your you about your business. <laughs> you can't 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 go and do you know, do the extra commit the extracurricular activities and none of that man you just stay focused on you on the goal and what, what you got at hand so that's kind of like what the public's about you know um, a lot of rules you know not have not having the freedom you know that you normally have while while even while in season you know you're still able to go out and party at, after a game like after the game you know we came right back to the bubble you know and <laughs> did whatever we could in the bubble but you know we got like curfew as well so you know, it's it's we up here for three months on a business trip. You know, so that's kind of like what's going on. Yeah, you know, just to kind of like interact with what TJ just said. You know, the bubble, the bubble is what it is. Now I understand we can't go nowhere, can't do much, but I mean, there's many perks to it. You know, it keeps guys. You know, like I said, I got my plays and stuff right here. Got the handbook right here. You know, you can always study some plays, draw up some plays. You can um, pretty much work out. You know, play a little man, get on Twitch and live stream just to build your platform. Right. Listen, all, you want you, know, you, you on Xbox? Yo, Xbox or P4? Yeah, on Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. Oh, I'm on the P4. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Xbox. Okay. I'm not. I don't want to talk too hot right now, but a one v one, I'm just I'm with it. Hey, we Hey, we can get up? it though. You the system, yeah. man. Come listen, on. it ain't you no problem. I'll get the gamer tag. <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll, we got the group. Ch- I'll get the gamer tag right after the stream. Ain't no problem. Hey, I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I've been, I've been getting kind of little. I've been getting beat by some of the guys in Madden, but I feel like I, I'm feeling pretty good tonight, though. <laughs> <laughs> Already, <laughs> you gotta have that confidence, baby. I love it. <laughs> exactly. Every day you get it. Every day you get to, you know, saying like, you get to, you know, you know, show yourself every day, man. You just gotta pull yourself every day. That what Coach Ziggs always tells us. You know what I'm saying? You have a good day this day. You gotta come pull yourself again this day. So let's get it. <laughs> Already. 
on Saturday, you guys, both of you guys had a really good game. TJ, you had two touchdowns. Um, you had a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. You're underdog facts. Um, and then uh, Darius, you had a nice reception um, out the backfield from TJ. I was watching some of the highlights um, on Saturday. What were your thoughts on the game looking back um, after everything is over? And uh, you guys got the W playing for the Beast, 48-44. Uh, um, in a close game, um, the, the, the last few seconds of the game was, was everywhere, and it was close. Um, but you guys, you know, toughed it out and got that right. W. So um, both of you guys could talk about what were your thoughts about the about the game looking back, and what are you looking forward to heading into next week on Saturday, oh, heading into this week on Saturday? Well, let me go. Ladarius, Le, he he franchise tagged. If y'all don't know, man, oh, he's got okay, the franchise okay. tag, so he won't be playing with Team Beast no more. He he Team May, so you know. Yeah. But this this, this the last Saturday, man, that was it was it was a great experience. Um, good. I got it was a great <clears throat> opportunity to get to play with Ladarius for the first time. You know, um, you know, we got to do our thing. Um, you know, like I said, just great great opportunity. You know, put some film up, like you said, 60, 60, um, 600K on the Twitch. You know, um, great platform, you know, just to, you know, show our ability, show our God-given talents, you know, show show that we still, you know, can, you know, um, do what we do. So, you know, like I said, just a great opportunity. Um, I wasn't able to get in the end zone like I wanted to, but, you know, I we got this Saturday coming up. So, you know, just excited for, for another opportunity, that's for sure. Yeah, so just to touch back on what TJ said, you know, uh, it's a great opportunity, you know what I'm saying, just to be able to play with TJ and play with Beast and get that W that we needed. I felt like that was big, you know, as far as because the conversation we're having now. So, you know, you know, it's just all about just going out there and being able to make plays, you know what I'm saying? TJ is a big playmaker. I'm a big playmaker. So that's what we're looking to do going forward into Saturday the best way we can. You know? And now, like I always tell a coach, you know, Saying making a play is, you know, to me is, you know, making that extra block for the QB. You know what I'm saying? You know, a guy like TJ, so when he can get outside or he use his feet or something like that, you know, that's I'm more of a team guy. I can, you know, I can feel like I can hurt you whether I'm blocking or whether it's mental, whether it's me being physical or either just, you know, running the route or either running the ball you know, or even catching the ball. So just being versatile, man. Opportunity to show that again Saturday. Now, this might sound like a dumb question, and it probably is, but you know, it's you know, we obviously all love the highlight plays and things like that. Now, do you guys ever go out there and like is it ever in the back of your head, like, damn, I really want this highlight play right now, or are you just like playing the game, you know, doing what you're always trying to do? Because obviously, like, like we said, that final play of the game was literally everywhere. Is that <laughs> is it is it ever is it ever in the back of your head, like, ooh, if I make this play, then you know, maybe more people will see me? Or are you just out there playing the game and whatever comes to you comes to you? I'm out there just playing, man. Um, yeah. Hey, you looking for looking for that play? You, you might you might get yourself might end up with an injury or something. So, you know, just looking looking to go, you know, take it in one down one down at a time. Um, Coach Jinx, like you said, like Ladera said earlier, Coach Jinx um, preaches that you know take one play at a time, take one day at a time. So, you know, we just looking to go out there, and, you know, dominate. You know, whenever we get that opportunity. Um, today we was able to get out there, run around a little bit because we didn't yesterday. So, um, felt good today. But like I said, just taking each opportunity that we get, not not looking for the big play, um, because we got we got like Coach Dinky's about scoring the rock anyway. So we got a lot of shots. 
in the end of in the play, but that's why we kind of throwing the ball a lot. That's Coach <laughs> style. <laughs> he won't throw the rock. So we, you gotta we got to love that, that, don't you? Yeah, I know. Like me, man, I I I've shared a lead, um, shared a season, a great season with a eighteen hundred yard running back. So, um, like I, I I enjoy having a great running back that opens up, you know, play action, so we can go deep, you know. So now I'm with I. In my in my um, previous interview, I, I I spoke on like how I wanted the fans to call, you know, run plays, you know, check down the distance, you know, play the game like you would. That's, that's like you playing on Madden, like 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 how our, our league is ran. So I'm looking forward, mm-hmm. forward to some more run plays. Oh God! I, well, listen, I'm sorry if I ever call a play for you. Then I only pass. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, were you my got to? <laughs> for, listen, fourth and twenty, my own ten yard yeah. line, passing it. We don't even know what the punt is. You my guy. Hey, trying to get you numbers out here. Yeah, I got you. Yes, sir. But see, look, like that way we put Ladarius and he go, he yes, go from super back to the W. So we still get to move him around exactly. and still get his stats too. So you know, you know, it ain't nothing. Yeah, that's the exciting part about it, though. You being able to show the versatility and everything, and just showing how um, you know I can go from uh, the running back position to the sl- to the slot position, and being able to get pass from guy like TJ and uh, a couple other guys that you know be a part of the team. But yeah, it's just great, man. Great overall, just to be a part of it. You know, like like TJ said, it is great to have a great running back in the backfield. You know, I kind of like uh, look up to Marshall Falk, you know, how Marshall Falk was good with the Rams at the time. Like, uh, how he came in and drew, you know, drew down plays and drew up everything that he needed and got his guys along that same, you know what I'm saying, thing. You know, that's how they pretty much built that dynasty that they did build with the Rams. So that's just something, that's something great to, you know, look up to it and just, you know, be appreciative of, you know, especially when you got it in you. All right. Another great back is uh, Marshawn Lynch, and he he's one of the one of the owners of the Beast. Uh, obviously, an NFL legend, you know, big time personality for the uh, his Super Bowl. Uh, Should have got the ball in that in that Super Bowl against New England. But I was a big fan of the call, but you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, as a pass fan, but he definitely should have got that rock. He should have got that rock and, um, and, made, and made history. Um, did you guys get a chance to meet him? Um, and if you did, what was some of the uh, some advice that he gave you guys? Going into this game, and also uh, well, last game, and through just throughout the season, going into your again, going into the getting to that next level. Beats um, mode beat down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really. You can go ahead. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah, it was just um, and Marshawn just it's great, it's, you know, just to have a personality around because honestly, he gonna always be himself. That's that's the great thing about him. He gonna always be himself, you know. Seeing him be yourself, he's gonna motivate you to be yourself. You know, it just, it just shows, you know, even when he played the game of football, how raw he is, you know what I'm saying, as far as like his determination to get to the end zone, you know what I'm saying. Can't stop a man when he, when you know, when he know where he's trying to get, where he's trying to go, you know. So, that's, yeah, he's that's go, he's go crazy. Beast quake, baby. <laughs> For real. Yeah, <laughs> I used to watch, especially the run versus the Saints. I used to oh, watch that shit. all the time. Like, oh, get to see how he broke nine towel because I got a little something, something similar to it, though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Like yeah. Nine. But yeah, I, was, I take it's that different. out. <laughs> it's different, though. I was, I was at the slot the whole time. So it was, it's great, man. Just seeing somebody at that cabinet being able to do have a same, some of the same abilities as you. And then him making it to where I'm trying to get to it and also being a legend in it and just seeing him right there in person, man. That was awesome. So 
yeah, touch on what little Darius said. Um, I didn't really get to talk talk to him uh, just because like we like we was we was really all out there just focusing on getting that dub for him. So um, you know, he he's an owner, so he's a tie, he's in a, he's in the office, so that's that's not just Marshawn, you know, that's like like the president of your of your squad you're playing on. So it was really more so respecting. I, I got a I got a video of him of him walking past, but that was really it. I was really just trying to get that win for him. So they really chop it up with him, but it was a great opportunity, you know, just to see him. You know, we, we only time we see him is on TV, and then being able to be close to where I could touch him, you know, that was that was a blessing. So, you know, great experience. I'll try to get that franchise tag, man. Now I got a I got a very serious question right now. Very serious question for yeah. both of you. Did did he did he give you some skittles? Nah, he ain't had a skittle. I ain't seen skittles. <laughs> nah, no, no skittles. That's the, that's the Marshawn. I ain't seen no that's skittles. That's the trademark. That's a yeah, trademark. That's the trademark. Marshawn got to be the skittles. Beast mode. Where's the skittles? Yeah, nah. <laughs> man, he had already. <laughs> 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 oh, he, got the arena. he probably knocked him down. So, <laughs> but you know, I, I, you know, just to have like a, a true question for you guys, and you know, I don't know how much you pay attention to the media and things like that, because you know, people love to talk. Uh, you know, obviously Manzel is in this league as well. Obviously, a very well-known name, and uh, just listening to Shannon Sharp and, and, you know, Skip Bayless on Undisputed, Shannon Sharp was kind of saying, you know, why is Johnny playing in a league like this? You know, it's, it's you know, beneath him or this, that. And kind of talking down on, you know, the league itself. And obviously you guys are in it. So how does, you know, how does that, if anything, like affect you? Do you wish, you know, people would just give it a chance instead of just saying like, this is some Bush League, you know, backyard football type of thing, which is, you know, somebody like him, you know, uh, and obviously an NFL legend, Hall of Famer, saying that is obviously talking down on a league that you guys are putting your all into, and you know, you're going, you know, you're trying your best at trying to get to that next level. Is it, you know, how does that, you know, what does that do for you guys? Is it is it kind of annoying? Do you just not pay attention to it, or you just wish people would give it, you know, you guys more respect? Um, I, we really don't be we really don't be phased by it, you know, because. Regardless of what anybody say say in, on the outside, we're gonna be here regardless. You know the LCF gonna be here regardless. So, only thing that'll stop us probably is is the Corona. So, you know, um, we're not really worrying about the outside. We're really just, you know, trying to like like Ladair said and I said earlier, just trying to make the most of our opportunity. Um, I know we got six six hundred K watching on on Twitch. I know you know there's somebody watching on there. So, we're not really worrying about the negative the negative how we really. Just um, focusing on, you know, just giving the fans who are interested in to watching the league, you know, giving them the show, you know, and, you know, trying to make sure that this league um, is able to be here, you know, next year. Right. And uh, just to touch back on what TJ said and what I said earlier, like uh, uh, this league, I know for a fact it'll be, it's a great league for once. Like I said, taking that, being able to take what, you know, mainly what you know NFL scouts want to see within guys as far as like inside running seven on seven. And you know, a guy still being able to block, still being able to run routes, guys still be able to read coverages and be able to you know run options off of those routes. I mean football is still mm-hmm. the same no matter what exactly. it is. I think people just looking at the fact that it's not the NFL. So and you know, and that's cool and all, you know, and honestly, I feel like this league, you know, it's kind of displaying the guy's character that are playing in the league because we're doing this, making very little pay, you know what I'm saying? 
And then honestly, it ain't even about the money. You know what I'm saying? It's just about us just critiquing and trying to get to what we know know was working towards the first time. And uh, thank God for our second chances and uh, second opportunities because that's what a lot of us, all of us have, you know, including Johnny Manziel. So, you know, I, I mean, what Shannon Sharper said, just his opinion at this point, like, like TJ said earlier, it's not even important. You know, it might be a negative to many. It might be a positive to many. Some might understand, but like he's just on the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what Johnny going through. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm right, right now, by Johnny being in this league, I'm behind Johnny 100%. And, you know, I admire bro. And I always, you know, I watched bro at Texas and then watched watch his talent. You know, I saw, saw a little bit of the same talent when he, you know, he, when he performed versus the Zep. Coming out on the first play on the run, you know, I respect yeah, him. And that was that was and big also, time play right there. He could have really facts. scored that, man. He really just exactly. got down because you know he wasn't saying? trying to take no hit, but he could have really scored that play. Exactly. And then like got for guys like TJ, guys like TJ QB and uh, a couple other QBs here, you know, that's motivation for him. You know what I'm saying? Just to see him in person, you know, being the person that he is, I feel like that is motivation for them. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep going. The fact that he's still here right now, still pursuing. Yeah. And, and Johnny not even looking to to do um, football after this. He's not already said it. If you check out his interviews, um, he's not looking to you know you know go to do anything else after this. What he came here to do is to help us with the publicity. You know, um, get us some some more hype, some more you know acknowledgement. You know, with with the league. So you know, and as you can see, he's doing a good job. You know, made Sports Center. You know, the first game, the first week. So. Um, Johnny is really not not here. You heard him on the on the interview what he said. So he, he's here. He's here having a good time, man. He's not really, you know, worrying about what 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 the critics are saying. He's really here having a good time. Well, listen, I'll say this: if you ever run into Johnny, <laughs> we're available readily. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. now, he tell me up in here in the bubble for sure in the bubble. Tell you know you could yes, you could sir. tell we had a nice little time with us you know nice little <laughs> nice little interview you know it's, it's all right already we got you say less say less definitely put in that word yeah appreciate y'all appreciate y'all for real um the draft is tomorrow um and you, if you guys want to anybody that's watching you want to draft that's uh, fcf.io where the, um, the fans get an opportunity to draft the players on a specific team. So just wanted to – I think, um, Darius, you already said you're in the, the franchise tag. Yes, sir. So you're already, you're already good. Yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> for yeah. TJ, no, for TJ um, <laughs> facts, facts. Uh, congrats on that. Um, for TJ, can you let, just let the fans know, you know, why, why they should draft you um, for next week's game? Like I said, you had a, you had a really good game on Saturday. So uh, why should yeah. I draft you tomorrow? Yeah, talk yourself up right now, TJ. Yeah, this is your, this is your I mean, time, I don't baby. really got to talk, man. I mean, I just, you know, film does my talking, number does my talking. I mean, I only had three possessions last game. The the least amount by any quarterback, I, I had three touchdowns. You know, I scored on each possession. But that was light, you know. Uh, man, I, Too I, easy. I, I'm, I'm dominant, man. I, I'm what you want to see on the field, but – in real life, though, like man, I can I can make any pass you want to see, but I like it like you guys seen um, at the previous game. I can use my feet as well, but looking to do more with my with my arm this 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 upcoming week. Um, you can check out my my Instagram re4l underscore underscore. That's on all social media platforms. You can see how I'm throwing for this week. Um, I posted that on my on my Instagram story. You know, just to 
see, you know, what's going on. But, man, you know, got, got, I'm confident in my game and, you know, um, I'm gonna be able to. I'm gonna be ready to perform, you know, at a high level come Saturday. <clears throat> yes, sir. Yup. Right here, get this dub. Listen, if I if I had the ability to call every play, I'll I'll call a pass for you, bro. I got you. <laughs> Already, I appreciate that. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are giving out awards at the end of the season. I'm trying to get you some MVP. Sir, bro. get that MVP. Go for your offensive player of the year. Yes, sir. They, they they hyping up everybody else, trying, man. Like, trying to tell. Like like I ain't here, man, but I'm I'm right here, man. I'm I'm looking to dominate again week two. So you guys gonna see me number twelve, TJ Owens. You know, go ahead and cue me in. You know, uh, look for me. We'll talk. Well, listen, I'll tell I'll tell you one thing. If if nothing else comes from it, uh, mm-hmm. you both certainly got a fan in me because yeah. this was definitely a uh, a lot a lot of fun uh, to say the least. You know, getting getting to know you guys, so it's 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 just fun. It really is. So you got you guys got a fan. Don't worry. Yeah, it's good to meet y'all. It's good to meet y'all. You know, like y'all nice to meet you guys too, man. For sure, man. Best of luck to you guys for real, man. See y'all, y'all doing y'all thing. Like I said, FCF is a, is a great platform for you guys to. You know, get yourself out there, make an opportunity for yourself, and I'm um, happy for you guys, man. So just keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate it. Love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All, all the luck to you guys yes, in the future Appreciate for sure. Job, Appreciate you guys coming on. Absolutely that day, keep in that touch. Day it goes down, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. We'll be tuning in. We're gonna get. We gotta get more than 600k yes, on Twitch this time. Yeah, That's right. Saturday. Most definitely. Oh yeah, it's 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 definitely on the way this set. It's gonna be lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see the Darius. I'm, listen, I'm gonna see the Darius TJ on ESPN lit. top ten. I'm gonna be like, hey, I, I know them. I know yeah, them. Thanks. Oh, man, it's going down. Look for us, man. Wow. Yes, sir. We'll get you. We'll get. We gotta get you guys some hard count merch. I got you. I'll send you some. Hey, yeah. Uh, we can drop the. We can send you the. Um, that the address in the in the DMs right now, man. Hell yeah, let me know, bro. I'll send you guys some shirts, a nice little, nice little sticker. I got you. Don't worry. I'm wear that, wear that on game day one day. You know, promote that. You know, we gotta come down. We come Appreciate down on you, the little, on the little, um, the ramp. You know, make sure we put that Appreciate on. For you guys. Appreciate y'all, man. Absolute legends. Absolute legends. Well, thank you guys uh, for coming on with us. Obviously, uh, you know, we're gonna stick around for everybody watching us right now we'll let you guys go get your rest study up or whatever you guys want to do but seriously appreciate it uh you guys are definitely always welcome on this show to say the least so appreciate that man all right get up with y'all all right guys all right guys if you want to find tj and ladarius on twitter find ladarius at underscore galloway seven and tj Evers the second at underscore i mean uh Real 4L, RE4L underscore underscore. Uh, great guys, man. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, bro. Especially, for, you know, from a brand new league like that. Uh, something that a lot of people don't know a lot about. And, you know, like I said, I'm never going to sit up here and lie. I didn't know, you know, too much about before I, I found out that these guys were coming on the show, did a little research on it. And it's, it's fun, man. I mean, I'll tell you this. You put football on in front of any American, <laughs> we're basically going to watch it. So, nice. you know. Like I said, they definitely got a fan in in the both of us. So I'm hoping for the best for them and for the league, bro. Like I said, you can put football on any time of the year. I'm watching it. And for Shannon, for Shannon talking crazy, like I mean, for a guy for Shannon's story, coming from seventh round draft pick, you know, to kind of look down on people trying to get their opportunity, trying to get in the league, man. It's it's sad, bro. But 
Appreciate you, Alex. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate that. See, uh, see that. so see, here's the thing though, too, that, that like with Shannon. And in a way, I almost like I first listened to it and you know, he was talking down on Manzel. And he, I kinda I kind of saw where he was coming from because we obviously all saw the talent at A and M. He, you know, kind of messed around in the NFL, did everything like that. But bro, like to talk down on it for the people like TJ, for the people like Adairs who haven't had, you know, that Texas A and M experience, things like that, like, bro. They're putting in all they can. They're trying their hardest, you know, exactly. to make it to the NFL, just like you did, Shannon. Like the talking down on it, like I don't know, I it just don't rock with me. Like, like everybody's got to start somewhere. Listen, me and you are doing this show right now. We got, you know, we we get a few views here and there. We're happy with it. Obviously, one of these days we're trying to, you know, make a living off this and and you know blow up. So. Fuck. You know, everybody's trying to start somewhere, bro. So definitely, like I said, respect them. Uh, get get them some merch. But like I said, they definitely got a fan in me, and I know they probably got a fan in you as well. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right, so let's transition to the NFL second half um, of the episode. You know, um, last week we had Sam, Nick, EJ Young. You know, we broke down and recapped the, the Super Bowl, the Bucks getting that championship. You know, TB getting number seven. Yeah, shoot. Um, did, did the Bucks, <laughs> did the Bucks get in that Super Bowl? Did it did it teach you anything? Did you learn anything from that game, um, or maybe just the playoffs in general? I think I think it it really teaches you the the. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. How how key speed is almost. Uh, you, you look at listen. Look at the Bucks team. Their defense is fast as hell. You got Bear coming off the edge. JPP played well. Devin White might be one of the fastest linebackers in the league, bro. Like, that man plays sideline to sideline like nobody else. Different breed, so bro. I really think it just teaches you how important speed is. I mean, I know we all look at it. And, you know, you can even look at the Chiefs. They made the Super Bowl as well. Obviously, they didn't win. You know, Tyreek is probably the fastest, you know, wide receiver in the league. Hardman is a, a lightning bolt as well. Like, they got fast players around, like – and it's something that me and you can, you know, uh, not relate to because we were Patriot fans and we got no speed. We got turtles. On, we got turtles at wide receiver. So I think it. I think it just shows you, you know, how important speed is. I think, and I also think, you know, not to get into Brady too much because I know, you know, everybody has already talked about him, but just like what a wedding culture can do. Um, I, you, you know, Tampa Bay was always looked at, you know, kind of losers this time and third. Jameis, 30 and 30, all this, the jokes about him. And then he come, and then Brady comes over with the winning culture, you know, the winning attitude, that, that just that mentality of go out and get it, and they're Super Bowl champions. Like, I think that's what it really teaches you. It's just like if you cut down on the mistakes. I mean, listen, they went 7-9 and nine last year. Like, I feel like people kind of forget that they were like one in fifteen or something. Like they were seven and nine. If Jameis doesn't have like a combined forty turnovers, they're in the playoffs. Yep. But it just doesn't happen because Jameis played so bad. So you know, just that winning mentality and and it's the details too. I, I think that's what it really teaches you how important those little details are, bro. Like just don't turn the ball over, take the sack, throw the ball away. Uh, you know, they went from the most penalized team in the league last year to not being penalized as much this year. Like. It's just all those little details, but they add up to something so great, and now they're Super Bowl champions. Yeah, two things for me. Uh, first, trenches matter. At the end of the day, um, they had a great off. Chiefs had a great offense, but the offensive line was depleted, and 
Bucks defense, they got they got some dogs over there, man. I mean, that defensive line, I mean, that's probably one of the most talented D-lines I've seen in a while. Uh, you look at Via Vida, the Dominican Sue, probably a Hall of Famer. Um, if you look at his career, what he's done in with, um, in Detroit, some other places, went to the Super Bowl against the, with, with, when he was on the Rams, alongside Aaron Donald, JPP, Shaq Barrett, have uh, always been elite pass rushers. So, um, you know, they, they, they brought it home for real. And um, it, the trenches is that's that's what's gonna matter, you know. A lot. We talk about the flashy plays, we talk about the flashy players, the guys that get up and down the field. But at the end of the day, if you don't have those guys up front, none of that matters. And they gotta work as a team on both ends. And and that 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 D line really brought it home for for Tampa Bay. You gotta give them credit. And like you said, those linebackers, Levante, David, Devin White. Is I mean, it's you know we talked about you know can they be able to can other teams copy copy their scheme? It's, uh, it's going to be tough to do because no no team has Devin White and Levante Devin White's Davis. not coming out of the draft every year. Exactly. So um, you got to just I, I would say before anything, definitely get that D line intact first, and then try to set up some other schemes. Um, but you know, Kansas Kansas City they'll, they'll be all right um, going going forward. They still have some talent. They got some things to work on though, but they'll be good. And the second for me is uh, pocket pocket passing still matters. You know, the NFL the, NFL, the media. What they try to do is they try to tell us, oh, it's, it's the it's the era of the mobile QBs, and, and in a sense, I agree. But at the end of the day, lot, lot, most of most of these mobile quarterbacks would rather stay in the pocket, be protected, throw the ball down the field. So um, you see a guy like Brady, obviously not the most mobile guy in terms of like you know running down the field, but he's very mobile inside the pocket. Um, he's he has an ability to evade evade these 350 pound D linemen coming at his neck. And still be able to throw the ball down the field. So, uh, you know, his pocket presence is always going to matter. Um, that that you know, a lot of people under that Tampa Bay offensive line extremely underrated. I mean, Tristan Works. We talked about him last last week, and you know, a, a dominant rookie season he had. Uh, Ali Marpet, another top guy that was drafted a couple years ago. So, um, you know, pocket pocket passing still matters. I know everybody wants to talk about the RPOs and things like that, but at the end of the day, you still got to have a guy in the pocket to make these throws. Um, and and if not, you, then that's what we're seeing. We're seeing, we're seeing Russell Wilson right now talk about how he's being hit a lot, and a lot of that is yeah depleted offensive line, um, and it also you know sometimes his mobility kind of gets him in trouble sometimes. What is that because the the line breaks down? He's just trying to make a play. Is that play calling? I think it's a multitude of, of a lot of things. But um, you still these guys want to win in the pocket. Deshaun Watson wins in the pocket. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I think if they get another if they get a number one guy. On the outside, maybe we could see him play well in the pocket as well. Um, Josh Allen, big guy, mobile guy, can run, but definitely would rather pass the ball and down the field in the pocket with a protector O line. So that's 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 what I see. That's what I that's what I learned in this game, man. Like you said, Brady's Brady's winning mindset is unmatched, unmatched. So I see people trying to already discredit him and talk about you know athlete or whatever. But at the end of the day, man, if you out there putting the pads on, you get hit. Exactly. Your, your, your opportunity to get hit is, is is very likely. Anything can happen. Anything can happen out there in that field. So, um, like I said, he, he's mobile inside that pocket. If you watch, if you watch the games, you watch how he plays. His ability to evade these guys at forty three. Come on, man. So, you know, I, I just know that's the media trying to find something to talk about because it's a slow season. But, I mean, Brady Brady stood a guy. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I learned from from uh, from last week. 
you know, the thing I know this isn't, you know, next on the list, but we're already on the Bucks, so you know, just you kind of stick with them. AP says now he wants to play with the Bucks. And you know, I kind of look at this as as the Brady effect. I, I, that's what I really think it is. And you know, if you, you know, obviously you're big into the NBA as well. It's it's the same thing as the LeBron effect. Everybody wants to go and play, you know, with people like that. And that's that's what I look at it as. Um, you know, me and Josh had a fun little conversation yesterday. You know, if everybody was in their prime, could you imagine how good, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this team, this offense would be? Brady, and, you know, 07 Brady. You could pick MVP Adrian Peterson. Uh, prime Gronk if, if he comes back. It would be it'd be fun. But, you know, I like I said, I don't know how you look at it, but I think AP, you know, wanting to go to the Bucs is, is the Brady effect. You know, we saw James Harrison a few years ago when he got cut by the Steelers, came over to the Patriots because he basically said, I wanted to win a ring. Yeah. Uh, they they didn't end up winning it that year, but they sure came close. That's, that's used, kind of used him had zero pass rush. Got oh Foles in the pocket. Well, I still, listen, I'm still blaming Malcolm. I still blame Bill and Malcolm, bro. How do you better just sit at your best corner? Lost me. They lost me there, coach. But, bro, I'm, I'll direct the 30 for 30 right now. I got a, I got a camera right over there. It ain't no problem. I'll do interviews right now. But that that's that's what I look at it as. I think it's I think you'll see more of it too. You know, as as veteran players get cut, they'll be like, hey, you know, I I you know secured my hundred fifty million dollars over my career. Let me try to get this ring while I'm at it. So let's go to the Bucks, and that's what I think it is. I don't know if you you know disagree. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. I mean, when he said it, I was like, why not? I mean, um, obviously we was, we don't know what's gonna happen with Leonard Fournette. Um, yeah, obviously should should get that back for sure. Um, he completely flipped his flipped the narrative of his career. Um, just do one season, everything else. Playoff Lenny. Yeah, playoff Lenny. Yeah, got got a nickname now. So um, champion. You're a champion. Just everything just just heightens in terms of value and and status. So um, you should. I, I don't know what the. I don't know the Bucks. Like I said, like we talked about last week. You know they have about you know forty to fifty million cap. How they're going to be able to keep all those guys? Was Jason Light? That has to be some type of you know magician. But uh, they're able to do it. Salute to them for sure. But um, if you know if they aren't able to keep you know Fournette, use a guy like AP all day. I, I mean, obviously he's not an every down back like he used to be. You still got Ronald Jones there. You know he could be a situational down back in the red zone. Um, those those third and short yards where he could still fall forward and get you some yards. And potentially if you sleep on him and your angles are poor, he could still break free. So um, I think I think it's a I think it's a great fit for him. Obviously Bill, but Brady going to Tampa Bay obviously is. Other players, veterans, they see the, they see the green light, especially after this year, and them getting a bow. Like, and especially Brady, passing it and giving it to those guys that he brought in as well. Um, and all of those guys had a were the factors in the game on offense. So, and that's the thing about Brady, man. He doesn't just give the ball to one guy. He he gets the he gets it to anybody that's open. People call him check him down, Charlie, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, if I call it wins him Super Bowl you, champion. Yeah, if it wins you the game. If it wins you the game, then so be it. I mean, Mahomes could have probably – I think Mahomes is going to learn from him. He should probably check it down. He should have. Listen, I, I still – you play in zone like that, there's, 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 there's opportunities there. With that speed, I, I, like I said, they're going to they're gonna be good. They're going to be good. I think looking at that film, like I said, they never adjusted. So Never. Uh, checking it down, checking it down, is, is nothing wrong with that. And obviously checking it down, what it does, what it can do is bring those linebackers down. It's going to give more opportunities for Kelsey in the seams. And then uh, and then ultimately Tyreek or McCall Hartman, you know, for the big play. Uh, listen, we I think we all agree that that you know the offensive line was the first problem. I don't care what anybody says they didn't adjust a damn thing in that game. They didn't try to check it down. 
where were all the, you know the motions the 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 end arounds everything like they just disappeared and don't get me wrong like i said line line first but you got to make some type of adjustment yeah i think they just saw that first half of the week 12 and was like you know we could do that again and nah <laughs> <laughs> nah but so, yeah so another another uh big time player hall of famer jj watt uh, asked for his release on Friday uh, from the Texans organization and released a, a, a video on Twitter talking about, you know, thanking Houston for everything. You know, he's done a lot for the city of Houston. Um, on the field, obviously, you know, speaks for itself. Three-time defensive player of the year, over 100 sacks, eight-time Pro Bowl, a five-time All-Pro. And then, you know, what he did for the for the uh, people during a hurricane back in 2017, raising so much money um, and, and winning what to pay a man of the year as well. So. Um, he's, a, he's a legend. He's a legend there. But it just also speaks to the transition that the Texans are going in as an organization. So what are your thoughts on the release and what do you think are some possible teams that um, you, you can see J.J. Watt on uh, next season? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, what the Texans are going through right now where they're they're kind of turning into the cesspool of the NFL. Um, you know, I, I go back to the, the last week of the season where, you know, that mic'd up moment caught JJ walking off with the show. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry, bro. We wasted a year of your career. And I mean, you hate to say it, but he was right. I mean, they really did waste a year of Deshaun's career. They gave him no talent. His offensive line is terrible. The team is just bad. And I mean, JJ is in the later part of his career. Uh, I doubt he wants to go through another rebuild. Like, I mean, how many times has he had to go through while he's been on the Texans already? So, like I said, he's got his bag. He's set up for life. His kids are probably set up for life. So now you go and you play somewhere where you think you can compete for a championship. And, you know, some of the teams that, you know, I think the obvious landing spot that everybody's looking at is the Steelers because he can go play with his brothers. Uh, I would like that only because I think I would think it's just cool. I really do. Like three brothers on one team, I think that's cool. So I wouldn't mind that. But, you know, it wasn't even a team that I thought of, but Josh brought it up yesterday on Generational Sports. Bro, you put him on the Browns, we got we got a little bit of a problem. Like, don't get me wrong, J.J. Watt is not the same, you know, three-time defensive player of the year. The man's still got talent, bro. He's, he's still strong as hell. He's still got, you know, oven mitt hands, so he can still go up there and bat the ball down. You put him on the opposite side of Miles Garrett, you know, I don't think JJ's ever played with somebody as talented as Garrett. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was look, supposed to be clowny, but yeah, you know. I was just about to say it was supposed to be clowny, but I think he worked out, you know, maybe like the last year he was there, but mm -hmm. JJ was going through injuries at that time. So yep. we never really got to see the full effectiveness of it, basically. So you put him opposite Miles Garrett, you got some people up front uh, on that D line as well. And you all of a sudden can make the, the Browns defense look a lot better because we said this last week as well. A great pass rush can make up for a lot of things in life. So JJ Watt one side, Miles Garrett the other side, you know, get, you know, maybe some help up the middle at defensive tackle, you know, another linebacker here or there, and you're looking at a problem. I heard the Titans are also interested as well. GM came out and said, you know, we're looking at them. Browns, Titans, those are good spots. I mean, yeah, I like the Steelers, obviously. I mean, that, that's a great story. You know, all three brothers playing for one team. And then, you know, you got TJ Watt, obviously, been, being one of the best pass rushers um, in the NFL now, my best linebackers. So I think that would be a good spot. Uh, hey, listen, like I said, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, you know, compare him up with KC, compare him up with Chris Jones and Frank Clark and go get after the quarterback. 
if they're not able to keep JPP or something happens with, you know, Sue, if they don't keep Sue or Sue decides to, you know, retire or something like that, you know, you can have him in there. He can play that three technique, dominating guards, still a beast. You can have you can have him on the end. He had a he had a uh, he had an interception against the Lions uh, this year. He's still dominant. I mean, like you said, on those pass deflections. I mean, that's that, that's his trademark. You know, getting the deflections, catching it off the, you know, catching picks. To be focused like that, we never really saw any defensive lineman do that before. Why? Before JJ was so. Um, Our know, boy Vince Wilford got a couple though. Vince Wilford, yeah, he got a he got a couple. <laughs> he got a couple on the on the on the tackle too. On, on defense, defensive tackle, which is which is crazy, which is crazy. God, I, I miss remember, Vince. I remember that game against the Raiders. Yeah, that was that was wild. Um, but yeah, yeah, JJ, he's still. I feel like he's still a beast. Got a lot left in the tank. Um, played, I think he played all sixteen this year, so that's good. From from teams looking at that, because you know, past few seasons he had some durability issues, trying to stay healthy with his leg and the back. So um, I think you know, he could go to any one of those teams that you that you talked about. I think the like I said, the Bucks, KC. You know, um, I think I think he's going to be fine either way. I think he should definitely try to get that championship. You know, and I, I, I mentioned this yesterday as well, and, and I feel dumb for it. I, I forgot how good J.J. was, bro. Like, he got he got released, and, you know, I, I remember prime J.J. Wah, obviously, and then, you know, I it's recency bias, so you, you kind of forget it because he's had the durability issues, like you said. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the numbers when he got released, bro, like the three-time defensive player of the year, like, because everybody's so in love with Donald right now. Yeah, he was doing what Donald was doing. He was the like yeah. this man is an was an animal yeah. and you know you know not to you know brag too much because you know we're Patriot fans but well I feel like we never got to see it because whenever he played the Patriots even his prime years we we were triple covering him right there yeah. we, they doubled they doubled, the they doubled him at the line doubled him at the line and chipped him with the running back so we never really got to see it against those games but bro JJ was a pro, was a problem back in the day for sure. But we're moving on to Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, when he when he you know asked for the trade and everything like that, he basically said, "I asked to go to a team that was ready for a championship." And you know, we we've touched on this in well, not we because we didn't have the show before, but Christian and Alex touched on this on, on previous episodes and things like that. Actually, I think one of the episodes I was on, we talked about it as well. Uh, do you think Stafford's a missing piece to to the to a Rams championship? I think he's uh, an important piece. He's an important piece. Obviously, uh, I, I feel like that still remains to be seen because, again, was it Detroit? I think it was a little bit of him as well in terms of the playoff success. Um, but um, obviously, he was. He, I, I I respect him for accepting the challenge. You know, a lot of people could have just could have just went to a bad team or another bad team or or just not go to a team that is a borderline borderline contender but the rams the rams are definitely right there i mean um they, they needed they needed somebody that could push the ball down the field need a guy that could complement the uh creativity of sean McVay in, in that offense so and they have some pretty good running backs at henderson and uh cam Akers, so they can run the ball set up some play action got some solid weapons and cooper cup and, and robert woods so um i like i like the fit for him obviously he has to stay healthy you talked about some of those injuries that he played through um hopefully uh, with the Rams' offensive line, Andrew Whitworth's getting up there in age, but still very productive at left tackle. Um, they can protect him, keep him upright. He can stay. He can stay a little bit healthy. He may, doesn't have to maybe run as much, take some of those shots because he used to take some shots um, over there in, in, in Detroit. So um, I think he's a very important piece. Defense still has to hold it down. Donald and Ramsey um, on on um, on that on that end. 
but uh, if he, he he should definitely should be in that MVP conversation um, if he continues to play well. Um, that division is is there for the taking, um, for sure. I mean, they went they got into the playoffs with golf playing you know subpar, playing pretty average. Um, so Russell Wilson, well, I mean, I, I'm not really buying too much into some of the stories. I think they're just trying to you know fill up a new cycle in terms of that. I think I'll stay in Seattle, but. Um, the, the Cardinals, they, you know, they have a lot of potential um, early in the season. They look like, you know, OK, they could they could hit the ground running and then they kind of took a step back when they play some pretty solid teams. So that remains to be seen with them. 49ers, you know, Garoppolo injuries, you know, what's going to happen? He might be on the move. So they have some questions at quarterback. So I feel like they have the second best quarterback in the, in the division and, um, and the best defense in the division. So. Um, you know, if everything clicks, if, they, if those guys could, could stay healthy, they have a shot, definitely being one of those top NFC contenders and um, trying to trying to get in the bowl and, and they could play in their stadium uh, next year at, uh, at SoFi. You know, I, th- I think it's simple for me. I really do because, you know, I said that Matthew Stafford is better than Jared Goff and they made it to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So, yeah, exactly. you know, you do you do a little simple math here. By my calculations, I, I guess that means that, that Stafford could be a missing piece to a, champ, to a championship run. Listen, I can see it. Like you said, they have a lot, they they really do have a lot of talent now. I don't know how they're paying off the NFL to like look the other way on their salary cap because I feel like there's no way they should be able to afford all these people. Like, I mean, they got Cup, like you said, they got Woods, uh, their defense is stacked. They got Donald Ramsey, got Donald obviously. Extended. They got Ramsey extended. Bro, they're I don't know who they're paying off in the NFL office, but I'm gonna I need you to come to the Patriots too, so we can sign everybody and be good Sad. again. Cronky got a lot, has a lot of money, man. Right. You know, it's but hey, listen, football still that salary cap sport, so they got to be paying somebody off to lift the cap a little bit on them. Nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think, like I said, I think it's just simple. I think I think Stafford's better than golf, and you know, he's taking his place. And they didn't lose anything; they just lost draft. Or if I could speak, they just lost draft picks. So. You know, I, I obviously think that that makes them Super Bowl contenders. And, you know, why not? Do I think that they have the best chance? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably still put the Packers above them, even though they always seem to lose in, in you know, the championship game. Um, if the Bucks, you know, bring some some people back, I refuse to bet against Brady. Um, and, you know, listen, the Seahawks are still going to be tough, especially if Russell's kind of saying, listen, if you don't protect me, I'm out of here. So that means – this draft, they might strictly just go offensive linemen, which I wouldn't blame them about. You know, DK coming into his third year, Lockett's still there. Maybe if they get a running back that could ever stay healthy for an entire season, uh, that'd be wonderful. But listen, the Rams have a good chance as anybody. The, the NFC is kind of that that up and down division that I can – like, listen, going into the playoffs every week, uh, you know, on, on generational sports, me and Josh would talk about it. You know, which team do you believe in the most? I never had an answer. I, I – I didn't know who to believe in last year. I mean, the Bucks ended up coming out on top. And, you know, I think towards the end of the year, I was picking them just because I'm a Brady fan and I want him to win another one. But if, yeah. you, if you if you were forcing me to make a pick, I, I would have been dead because I had no idea. You know, one week it was the Packers. And I was like, oh, no, the Saints are pretty good. And then, you know, uh, you know, never mind. The Bucks are looking real good this week. So that's a, the whole conference is kind of, you know, up in the air. I think, you know, everybody can agree the AFC is, is coming down to, like, the Chiefs. Uh, the Bills are on the way up, the Ravens. But other than that, you don't really have competition. In, in the NFC, it's Packers. Uh, the Saints are probably going to be out of it now because I don't think we believe in Taysom Hill at least. Uh, the Bucks. you got 
uh, obviously the Rams, the Seahawks, if the Cardinals improve defense, I mean, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> so, and it's a good mess though. It makes it fun. I'll say that. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, NFL also, I don't know if you checked it out. They uh, dropped a little like 20 minute video of their top 100 plays of the season. Um, did you have some, what are your top five plays from this season? A lot of, a lot of plays went down. Um, what are some of yours, some of your favorites? Listen, you got to give credit to, Ge- to DK for tracking that man down. Have to. Of course. Um, it's crazy, bro. Bro, I, I listen, I, I was paying attention to that game very closely because I might have had a little, uh, you know, money on it. And it ended up screwing me over out of my parlay. But I still can't believe that play. Uh, I think Godwin's catch in the, uh, in the in the championship game, that was super impressive. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure Lamar broke some ankles this year, but there, there's always there's always some plays. But there's, in fact, there's there's almost too many to, to try and and decipher through. I'm gonna have to sit down and watch and, and watch the video because that's the thing off the top of my head. I can't think of all of them, but I know I you know the hail mary or the hail murray as they're as they're calling yep, it. Definitely, that's, that's unbelievable. But you know, there there's definitely some some crazy plays in the NFL going on every week. Yeah, I got two, two, two plays that you said definitely in my top five. Obviously, the one that D hop to end the game against Buffalo, that was that was insane. Rolling to your left, uh, I was that was wild. And then D hop, you know, just mossing three people, that was crazy. Darius, one of Darius Leonard um, getting that fumble on uh, Chris Coutte, like right before he got into the end zone. Yes, that was wild. I mean, and I was I was watching his highlights like a couple of days ago. Uh, he's been doing that since like his rookie year. That's a lot of focus. Bro. Like to like before before the guy gets to the ground, just punch the ball out. That's, bro, Leonard is that's, that's that's tough, man. And um, I feel like you know he's 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 extremely underrated. He doesn't get the, he doesn't get the credit. No, we talk nah. about Devin White. Obviously, Devin White deserves it, but he's he's a dog too. Darius Leonard is top five in my opinion. Oh, you ask sure. me for sure, without a doubt. Um, got the flea flicker Browns against the Cowboys. Uh, Baker pissed it to, to Chubb, and then Chubb pissed it to Jarvis Landry, and Jarvis Landry threw it to Odell. Crazy, crazy. Yes, I do remember that now crazy. as well. Yeah, and then um, last one for me is uh, Chase Young getting the fumble recovery, running it with one hand uh, to the um, <laughs> the touchdown against. Um, I think I'm gonna say the 49ers. So that was that one was crazy. So he had some other plays where he cracked Burrow for scoring the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for that man, bro. Yeah, they got to protect that man. Too. That man went from LSU glory days to the to the Bengals. Nah, they got to they got to get that man a, a O line for sure. There, there was there's another point. There was a fumble. There was an interception. I don't know. I I literally just can't even remember who it was. But I know if I go back and watch it, I'll remember where they tipped it up into the air and then he caught it on on, on his butt or something like that, bro. Like I don't even know how you do that. I I couldn't catch an interception if you threw the ball to me. <laughs> nonetheless laying on my stomach so yeah. the nfl got there there's they're athletes bro they're just they're just different breed they they really are it's it's incredible what they can do yeah man i'm happy i'm just happy we got through the season man so many people i should doubted be, it I there really should be did. a bubble the season's not gonna that season's not gonna last uh it's not gonna be 16 weeks it's like the NFL needs a bubble, even though you know it's fifty-man roster, and you can't. There's only but so Bro, many. You 50. had to put like four people in a room. 
Yeah, bro. Like, we had them sleeping on cots. Everybody was going crazy. I mean, the NFL, they, they, they did a great job. They did a great job of handling that, man, for sure. I mean, Goodell, nah, I'm not the biggest fan of Goodell, obviously, for certain uh, New England reasons. Yes, but, sir. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, him and the owners, they did their thing and making sure. Um, and you got to give credit to DeMora Smith as well, uh, players at NFLPA, um, going hand in hand and making sure these, you know, they had some bumps in the road, but they held it down for the course of the season. Super Bowl successful. So we'll see what happens next year. Yes, sir. But listen, that's all the topics we got for today. We'll wrap it up there. Of course, before we do, though, you got to thank the sponsors one more time. So if you're into the gambling world, make sure you go over to mybookie.ag and use code USN100 to double your first deposit up to $1,000. Like I said, we got sports in full effect right now. We got, you know, NHL, NBA, baseball. Thank you. It's coming back in 40 days. I cannot wait. Uh, NASCAR is going on. If you want to bet on that, you could probably bet on. Listen, if it's if it's a sport, you can probably bet on it in my bookie. So make sure you go check it out. Check out uh, Corey, Alex, Josh, always doing player props and things of that nature. So make sure you go check them out as well on Twitter. Uh, then head over to RX Hemp. RX Hemp USN saves you ten percent on your entire order. They got the CBD creams, make you feel brand new in the morning. You know, I might have to put on a little bit on because listen, I, I might lay in bed all day, but I still get sore from it. Okay, so head on, head on over there. Then Teespring slash store slash unwrap. Check out the unwrap store. Uh, you know, we got everything you want: sweatshirts, shirts. Uh, I got a sticker over there. I got a poster over here. So. We got things that you want. Make sure you check out, you know, each individual show as well. I'll try to go through all of them. I, I did this yesterday, and I think I got all of them. So we got business casual basketball. We got uh, keep it in blunt, backstop banter, generational sports, the hard count, ladies first, count the bucket, Saturday standouts. I, th- I don't think I forgot anybody. If I did, I didn't mean to. Oh, the people's XFL. People's XFL, facts. Moose and um, Garrett. That might be it. I think I did a great job either way. So (laughs) make sure you go check out all of our merch. Uh, Definitely put a little money in our pocket. We appreciate anything that we get. Because, you know, we're doing this. We're doing this to, you know, to just support the people out here. So if you want to, you know, support us back, feel free. And speaking of that support, we're available on Patreon. So $1, you're just supporting the fam, showing us that you love what we do. $5, $5, you get entered into an Amazon gift card giveaway, 10% off the store, and you get access to our Discord chat. If you're basically like a member of the Unwrap Fit and you get to talk with all of us, we talk about everything, of course, that we talk about on the shows. If you just want a 24-7 sports hub, we got you. And then $10, you get everything I just said, except the 10% discount goes to 20 and you get entered into a Keenan Allen signed jersey giveaway. We posted it on our Twitter. It's beautiful. Listen, I'm in the network. I'm in the Discord. I don't got to subscribe to anything. I'm still going to do it because that jersey, top notch. It's beautiful. I'm not yeah. even going to lie to you. Listen, CJ, I don't know about you. There, there ain't no, there's never been a jersey better than the Powder Blues. No, nah, yeah, it's clean. Those Powder Blues are very clean. I'm glad they brought those back. For sure. Best thing that the NFL's ever done. But CJ, what you got for the people before we head on out? Uh Garda Podcast. Um, you can follow follow me there on Instagram at Garda Pod. Twitter handle is right there, CJ underscore James9. Also like to thank Ladarius and TJ again for coming on and um, talking about the FCF. Uh, again, you could you can find that, those games on Twitch every Saturday. Um, check those guys out. Make sure you draft those guys on Wednesday. 
tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow as well. So, um, yeah, and uh, Twitch, CJ versus the world. My stream some Madden, some 2K. Uh, check me out. Yes, sir. <laughs> As for me, obviously hard count every Tuesday, 10 Eastern, like like uh, <clears throat> CJ said. Shout out to the guys for coming on today. It was a lot of fun, uh, you know, just learning about the league, learning about, you know, their journey to that. So a lot of fun. Hope to have them back on one of these days. Uh, Monday, we got gener- I got generational sports with me and Josh. Talk about everything, you know, basketball, football. We were supposed to have Trey, uh, Trey Wingo on yesterday. He had, he had some plans come up. Couldn't get it. So we're going to reschedule it. Hopefully, you know, we'll have Trey on. I still got faith. I'm keeping faith in the process. So make sure you're on the lookout. Exactly. Make sure you're on the lookout for that one. And then uh, backstop banter I have as well Thursday covering all things baseball, me and Michael Lawson. I think we're going to have Josh on this week. Give him a little uh, baseball crash course. My man's not into baseball too much. We're going to get him there. We're gonna get him there though. So make Yo, this sure you guy, check that this guy out. Connie's like the Stephen A of USN. Bro. Got <laughs> yeah. First take, uh, Stephen A's world. Uh, this guy got the the six p.m. clock uh, on um, on ESPN. This guy's doing it all, man. Check this guy out. Yeah, CJ. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate it. I'm putting in. I'm trying to put in some work right here, bro. This is this is my uh, plan A, B, and C to say the least. I don't really got a backup plan if all this don't work out. So. <laughs> You trying to? I'm trying to give him my all. I'm, I'm lucky to be joined by some great co-hosts, CJ, Josh, Michael. You all, uh, you all make me look better than I probably am. So <laughs> make sure you check out those shows. Uh, Twitch is Anthony underscore Conover as well. We're live streaming this actually on there as well. So make sure you go check that out. Twitter is Anthony Conover underscore. And then if you want to follow the other pod, Gen Z Sports, make sure you check that out as well. But that is it for me, CJ. Of course, thank you for joining me. We will be back next week, as I said. And, you know, one, one more time, you know, shout out the guys for coming on, uh, TJ, Ladarius. It was, it was fun as hell. So uh, I'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week.